Now is your time to flex. What's happening, everybody? And welcome back to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. We want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by the Motivators at Fledgeology, the life coaching and motivational speaking company that is committed to exposing you to the potential of your dreams so that you can get out of your comfort zone and on to living that extraordinary life. I'm your host, B. Jones, and today I am joined by our CMO. It used to be Chief Marketing Officer, but I'm going to start calling him Chief Motivating Officer because when Art Light get a, get a fire lit underneath him, man, that thing spreads like wildfire. Art, what's happening? Faison, <laughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. Faison, what's going on? All good. What's up, everybody? Hey, um, I'm glad to be here. Unfortunately, I got day duties today, but I didn't want to leave uh, you know, all the fledgings out there without a little little inspiration from Art. So, uh, Art Faison. So, I appreciate you guys being here. Please make sure um, you let us know your feedback later on today um, and, you know, listen to us, let us know what's going on. But I appreciate you guys listening today. Um, and I love seeing your faces later on soon. But have a good day, y'all. <laughs> we also have joining us Mr. Logistics. BJ, what's happening? Everything's good, man. Glad to be here. Cool, cool. We got the cues on the line, Mike D. Row to the bras, row to the bras. And DJ Barry B. Fresh, L. Fresh Adente himself. What's going on? He's always best believe that Fresh by Popular, the man in the building, ready to get it. We stay fired up, baby. And the prolific one. Carol, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling all right. Got some of this bug is going around, but other than that, I am good. Ready to go. Easy, easy. So... We heard from Faison a little bit earlier, man. He came on and dipped out real quick. He had to take Namdi uh, to the gym or what have you. But um, I was talking about him and, you know, his his uh, marketing or his his motivating uh, fire from yesterday. Y'all remember how he was he was lit early in the morning because he had got a, a, a piece of some information? Early in the morning, like six in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man, he came on. Barking orders like, hey, what do we need? to upgrade this and do this i'm like wow man where did where did all of this this fire come from like then it's it's pockets of it you know because sometimes you know art phase on will you know just be kind of cruising along and then out of nowhere it's like hey what's this what's that what we doing welcome to our world since 1998 man this this guy phase on like when he gets hype or he he has an idea that is it there's nothing you can do it doesn't matter what time of day or not night it is he is moving on it and that's it you can ask uh, Fresh about that, man. Like, we, we've been through some things with Faison due to his excitement. And, yeah, not only his excitement, but trying to decipher the 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 uh, Faison language of being able to understand <laughs> through his excitement exactly what he is speaking on and exactly what must be done in order to uh, not make him go postal. Yeah. Right, because once, once the speed of... of talking just multiplies by like five and you have no idea what he's saying exactly man i mean i'm still trying to catch on like even yesterday we was talking about you know when we was going to record and everything like that and he's throwing stuff in there and i'm trying to like decipher like okay what does this mean and you know the autocorrect on the phones nowadays it's just bad for him so it's like changing all kinds of words and i guess like you said he just typed faster or his head is moving faster than his fingers and it's like uh it's a big cluster that's Faison, man. I, I, man, I, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, so back, 
back in the day, we were all in school. We used to take trips. So sometimes we went to the Keys. Sometimes we went to Orlando. So we go to Orlando. I think it's for Halloween Horror Nights. Is that right, Fresh? I think. Oh my gosh! You, you get out my head, bro. Yes, it was Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Running. We go to Halloween Horror Nights, and we're all supposed to leave the next day. Mind you, it's like thirty people. Well, Faison decide he wants to go to Universal Studios. And everybody else is like, hey, man, but we all got to get back. Like, we're leaving. And he was so dedicated to this. He's like, that's fine. You all just leave me. I'll just go rent a car and I'll drive myself back. <laughs> that's how it worked. And, that and, and that lo and behold, behold and lo, that man, sure enough, watch us all leave. We, are you, but are you sure? Hey, I, I'm going to Universal Studios. Point blank, period. Either you're with me or you against me right now at this point. And sure enough, that man told us about the greatest time ever. He had a universe studio <laughs> by his own G-status. Absolutely. Same, same thing with this warden, man. I'm like, oh, why do you want to just hop on and say say hello? You know, it's okay if you got to take Nominee to the gym. He's like, no, I'm not missing the podcast. We're going to record a quick 30-second message. I'm going to be in and out, and they're going to love me for it. And I'm like, all right, man, you got it. It's your show. You got it. Oh, man. Hey, so we got, he, he, go ahead, man. He's a, you just can't, you just cannot blame him for his dedication, and his commitment. Nah, man, we love him. Once he gets, once he, gets once he gets motivated, you just gotta let him go. You can't box it up. If you box it up, somebody gonna get hurt. You gonna <laughs> feel offended? <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not like behind him. So he's like, we got the point. It's just like, yo, that's art. We got him back. We got him back. Let him go, man. And we just gonna support him. And there it is. Hey, so y'all have plans for uh for the Easter holiday? Most of us on here have kids. All of us actually. Y'all got plans for Easter? Yeah, we're doing the Easter egg hunt. Yeah, man. You know it's been a it's been a tough week for the Kane Nation, man. So uh, I'll actually be driving down to South Florida for uh for our uh, celebration of life for uh for Big Bang. So. Uh, the the Easter plans we did have we we kind of put to the side. Oh yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, there will be a lot of representation from the Fledgeology crew, uh, showing some love for our fallen soldier. So for the rest of the world out there, uh, the Kane Nation, University of Miami Hurricanes, as you know, everybody on this call except for one person that you haven't heard from in a long time, and it's probably because he's not a hurricane, so he met his quota. For times he can talk on the podcast. Shout out to Jay Dace, T.I. intern. Yo, no diggity. They need your voice. The people been asking. Yeah, they need your voice and, and they need your poses for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had two deaths back to back. One last Sunday, uh, one on Monday, um, and they were both you know tragic. So uh, the Kane Nation hurting right now. So shout out to all. The hurricanes out there um a lot of cool things have been going on around, around the country this week in commemoration of our, our two uh fallen soldiers as ian said um celebrations in chicago new york um i know they were trying to do one in atlanta this weekend so and we have our thing tomorrow so um stay strong hurricane nation uh, as you know when the weather gets tough we band together and uh we, we continue to, to move forward. While we on the subject, yes, man, I mean, you know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know being like that. I knew 
a baker that we spoke of. Um, me and him were actually at UM around the same time. He was a couple years ahead of me. Um, now, we weren't like the best of friends or whatever, but I could definitely see the influence and the impact that he had on those around him. But y'all want to speak on Bing just a little bit, you know, to give the people an idea of what he was and what he meant to the university? Bang was, uh, and I've talked to numerous friends about this, but Bang was more a movement and an entity than he really was a person. And seeing it now after his, his you know, life is gone, to see how, how much he meant to so many people. And uh, he was everybody's brother. And he was the person who unified everything. He was the guy who could take you anywhere and make you feel like anywhere was at home and that you were always loved wherever you were at. Uh, and I mean, just a, a really good, genuine dude who uh, uh, even me and Kay were talking about, you know, his legacy is, is, is living life and, 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 and having that experience and, and not being scared to pursue your dreams and not being scared to to, to do it to the fullest. Like that man was uh, he was just a, a ball of energy, life, love and fun, man. Really, really uh, sad to see him go. But it's really uh awesome to feel the the, the energy and in, in, in what he left and how he touched everybody yeah man that dude he he would do anything for anybody it didn't matter he he transcended all all silos um so he walked into any group talked to anybody uh even if we were out this guy would he would talk to the manager of any place whether it was to commend them on their establishment or whether it was something was but wrong, not, but not, I was gonna say not just the man, not to cut you off, but this man would know the guy in the bathroom who you know is the, the the guy watching them. But he would know everybody. Literally, his sister I was speaking with her last night said that the the guys in Jamaica who were like the they call them the pine chicken man, the guys who were selling like food on the side of the road and cigarettes and stuff like that. She went to the gas station um, before she left to come up here. Uh, and, and she was like, as soon as she got out the car, she just heard, they, they screamed over to her and, and, you know, said, hey, you know, please tell us it's not true. She put her head down and she was like, they all just fell out. Like he touched this man, knew everybody from the, 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 the least, most, you know, in the corner person that you, nobody knows all the way up to like Carol said, the, the manager or whoever's owning the place. And he was cool and, 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 you know, a brother of that person, not just, Oh yeah, I know him. It's like, nah, bang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. Was that? Go ahead, go ahead, BJ. Say so that the best way I, I came up with is that he's that general spirit. Even though this is a band, he's like big in stature, but no matter where he is, all he did was bring laughter and life to wherever he walked. He, he just that's that that spirit he brought, and it, I think that's what everybody reminisces on right now. Because you, that it was genuine. No matter where, like they said, no matter where you were at, where you were going, no matter if he met you ten years ago and he saw you today, it was still the same. So it's, it's just that that spirit, man. This man came out like well, a week and a half before it happened. Got a call, put a call out that I needed some help moving. This man, like yo, out there, he came up with all of us. Um, most of us from on the call right now were were there. Moving this man showed up. Even bought a friend with him. Say, hey, yo, I'm gonna help my boy move. They're like, well, if you coming with me, you coming to help. And just brought a boy with him. So, I mean, he just had that giving nature and that spirit in him. 
that oh, again, yeah. no matter where he went, he he just brought it and it just like loved life, man. That's that's the best thing you can say about him. Yep. And 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 the, you know the thing is, in addition to his stature, you know, Bang went through times where he had money, times where he didn't have money, and he never let that stop him. He never let that hold him back from talking to somebody or doing what it was he needed to do man like it, it just didn't matter um he was always going to because of how he was he still had impact he still had influence yeah man it sounds like uh you know even though it's so sudden man he was it seems like he was taken you know from this world prematurely but he didn't it sounds like he never wasted any of the time that he had you know it sounds like he he realized his gift and was definitely enthusiastic about sharing it with the world. Definitely. Uh, a crazy story I actually found out last night from his mom and sister was that he had sleep apnea um, and that it was diagnosed when he was 19. And when he was diagnosed with it, they actually told him that he wasn't supposed to live past 14 and he was 39 he just turned 39 on the 15th of march so he was already a living miracle so it's funny that even thinking that it was it was so soon and sudden it's really being able to recognize that it actually was you know a miracle just the fact that he was here and he he was literally like a, a walking angel on earth he wasn't even supposed to be here and he was just spreading so much joy life and love that is it's, it's awesome man yeah, it's a it's a hard loss for everybody, but I think we're all at a place where we see the impact that he had, and it just makes us proud to be to know him. At, on a, I think we knew him. Well, I can't speak for everybody, but we we knew him at a, on a more personal level than just seeing him out and just hanging around schools. So that, this is one of our brothers. So yeah, I think we took it hard because of that, but at the same time, again, just like you just said, it's he lived life, and we, we can't be. We can't be upset about that. We can't be sad about that because he made he made his time worth every single day he was here. Right, man. Just listening to y'all talk about him, he's a, a true to life example of you know what it is to like make your gift happen because it's he touched so many different people. So his impact is reaching. You know, you talking about from Atlanta where they're having celebrations to Chicago to when he, to while he was at UM. So he was he wasn't afraid to utilize his gift. He he never, you know, contained it. So I think that's really important for today's show to talk about, you know, not waiting to make your gift happen or staying in that comfort zone, being uh, I guess, trapped by the fear or, you know, not actually doing I guess taking the time to realize a gift because you can spread yourself so much and impact so many lives and on the flip side man like i said it seems to us you know that he was taken prematurely so you know we only working with a finite amount of time here on this earth so why not utilize it to our advantage why not utilize our gift to the best of our potential exactly and and that's that's the point that i really want to drive is that there are people out there that are listening to this or they're people that you know you should probably send this to that they have a gift and they keep making reasons as to why they're not out there pursuing their gift or displaying their gift and at some point you got to look at it as you're being selfish because you never know 
who your gift is intended to impact, who your gift is intended to to benefit. It's not about you, right? Like like you were given you were given that gift, and in most cases, whatever your gift is, it's not something that you really need, but other people need it. Well said. A lot of people take their gifts to the grave with them, and I just want again. That's one thing we can say did not happen with them. Um, oh yeah. There's there's oh. so there's so many people out there that 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 hold it inside or don't know how to get started or don't know what to do with it, don't know how to develop it. And sometimes you just gotta sit back and let it flow. It, there's no there's no real rhyme or reason or plan. Um, right, man. I mean, I think it, it's 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 always gonna be what comes most natural to you. You know, it's it's easy to overlook, but it's so simple and has so much impact on other people. So when we talk about Carol and his gift of not only gab, but relatability, like his his communication skills are just uh, phenomenal, but he finds a way to connect with the next person and Bing sounds like the same person. For me, it's all about being a team, being in a team environment, and trying to be a positive role model to impact some someone. You know, so realizing that gift with Fresh, the energy that he brings to the table, and you know the enthusiasm that he will infuse into you, no matter what the situation is. All of these things come naturally to us, and so when it's that easy to you and so simple to you but has such a great impact on the outside world, that that's really when you know. And those people will not be shy about giving you that feedback and letting you know, yeah, wow, yeah, you really did this for me, or wow, you're really great at this. Yeah, that's um, all. <clears throat> oh, well, I was gonna say, I think that it's just, just like how we created Flagology, it's literally about taking that lead. Uh, a lot of people get caught in the, you know, oh, I need more time. Oh, you know, this, that, it's not the right time, whatever's going on, but don't realize, just just go, start doing something. You don't, just because you um, leap doesn't mean that you have to take the full leap. You can take baby steps to that couple test jumps in order to prep yourself to really go full throttle. But making sure that you start on a path is really where it all begins, of course. And when we started this, we never, nobody was thinking about a podcast when we started this. We, we took the first step and as we started organizing, you know, Brett came into the fold and he had the idea of a podcast and we've told this story before and, and now he runs a podcast. Um, but when you take that first step, the universe will start to align for you. Things will start to align. People will get sent into your life that are going to help you with that gift uh, and people that that need that gift. You're, you're going to see them. It's going to become very clear what it is you're supposed to be doing with that gift and, and who you need to bless with it. So we talked a lot about Bing, man. And, you know, you know, Baker, was sick. I mean, both of the situations were just so tragic, man. Um, you know, we don't know a whole lot around, you know, a Baker situation. But um, for the for the little bit of details, I mean, we definitely see that the way things kind of transpired that he might, he probably, he was probably dealing with something, you know, internally. And for whatever reason, he wasn't able to deal with whatever it was in a more constructive manner than what he did. And I want to talk about that as well, because, you know, especially us as men, um, you know, we take on a whole lot sometimes and we're emotional creatures. 
um, probably a little bit more emotional than females at times. We're just not like the boo who cry emotional. But we take on a lot and don't necessarily express it to others because we're supposed to be a man. We're supposed to be macho, that bravado. And just the simple act of asking for help or expressing something to a friend might seem like climbing Mount Everest to us, you know what I'm saying? But when we actually do that, you know, just the relief that we kind of have. I mean, I remember joining, just joining the Beacon Squad. Uh, one of the first things we did was outline, you know, our goals and our principles. And, you know, we talked about our life. I was getting to know you guys, you guys were getting to know me. And it just became like a communal relationship. You know, we hold each other accountable. If we know each other's goals, we do check-ins. When we're going through things, you know, we, re we know that we're stronger together than we are apart. And I think it's really important for society in general um, to, to know that you can always reach out for help. You know, you don't have to go through things alone and you don't have to feel by yourself. There is someone in your inner circle that will listen to you. Even if there's not someone in your inner circle, there's always, you know, helplines and other things because some people don't necessarily in the inner circle and that may be where, you know, the, the frustration begins, but there's always somewhere that you can reach out to helplines. We'll make sure to uh, get those contact numbers um, as well. But just like Brett said, it's about getting out of motion. My, my wife does a really good job of you know, reiterating that to me and let me know, especially times like this, when I've lost a friend that, you know, it's okay to go ahead and, and cry. It's not, you know, you're not showing weakness. It's not like, you know, anything to turn. It's okay to get out of motion. It's okay to have those conversations with your friends about, you know, and your spouse about, you know, things that are troubling you, what you're worrying about. You never know where um, a listening ear can provide help that you didn't even uh, realize. And you, you got to get those things out, those things that cause you angst, those things that cause you cause you anxiety, because when you just hold them on the inside, they start to decay who you are and they start to decay and overtake the positivity that you have within you. So you absolutely have to find a way to express and, and, and exercise uh, whatever that that emotion, that feeling is. So in the case of a look, we don't. We'll never know the truth. You know, all parties involved, you know, are, are, are past, um, unfortunately. Um, and look, we don't we don't condone, uh, you know, what happened. But we do know that that's not who he was. Um, very quiet, a very quiet individual to the time, always smiling, um, he was super mad. competitive from what I hear. <laughs> he was mad competitive because, um, you know, like I said, me and him didn't have too many run ins. We did a couple faster shows together at UM. But we played basketball together. And when I tell you, like, we put everything on the line. Like, we put everything on the line. So we're opposing. Like, we're competing against each other. And, yeah, it's like game seven in the finals every play. So, I mean, and I can appreciate that, man. It was never any true angst or, you know, I guess hard feelings. Uh, you know, because I'm a competitor myself. But he definitely had a, a true competitive spirit, man. Good dude, so real good dude. Yeah. So, so we're gonna come back to something that you just said in a little while, uh, but I want to get this out first. So, again, for somebody that that we know that didn't display this type of aggression or this type of reaction, um, there definitely had to be something there, um, and we really wish that he would have had the opportunity to express whatever that was or talk to somebody, be able to get that out. 
as you can see, it, it, it changed who he was. And that's why we say you have to be able to, whatever that pain is that you're going through, whatever that thing is, you have to be able to get it out and you have to be able to talk to somebody. If, if you can't talk to somebody in your circle, then you got to go external, you know, whether it's uh, somebody in the church or, or the mosque or, or whoever, you know, a, a professional that gets paid for it. Um, in the end, it's worth it for you to either spend that time or that money to deal with whatever that issue is. Yeah, man, I mean, I'll even take it a step further, man, because a lot of the things that we discuss here on 13th floor, it all pertains to life. So, you know, when you're talking, you know, we're talking about, you know, a Baku and his situation, but just situations, you know, in general, like say relationships, you know, the things that you feel internally that you may not necessarily express to your spouse, um, that may lead you down a path or change the person that you are. You know, we, we live in a society where, you know, certain things, um, you know, affairs and these things, like those things of that nature typically tend to happen. But if people were able to communicate their feelings beforehand, I feel like a lot of that stuff could possibly be, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, prevented. And on the front end, just by communicating and getting that stuff out, because, you know, maybe you aren't supposed to be together for a specific reason, or maybe you can help each other stay together for certain reasons. I mean, there's a show on HBO, Insecure, um, and the main character, Issa, her and her boyfriend went through the same, went through something similar just in their relationship, and it was uh, was something drastic that changed their relationship, and it was all because of a failure to communicate, a failure to ex express certain feelings that you know each one was having during a relationship gotta talk about it and gotta talk about it gotta talk about it yeah, the wife and i've been together for 20 years and our rule is if you go angry it better be something that's worth going to bed angry about otherwise talk about it and communicate through it so that way we can both be on the same page um, and a lot of times you're coming from two different angles, but you're saying the same thing. You're just using different language and people get caught up in the language instead of trying to understand the meaning of what the person is trying to say and just being humble. I mean, at some point in time, you can't always be right if you're going to be in a partnership and that's what marriage is. So you got to give, she got to give and eventually the more you talk through it, you start to realize those, uh, those non-negotiables. Or certain things is just non-negotiable when it comes to a relationship. Um, other things, I mean, it's two people, and you got a lifetime of experiences. You got a lifetime of of things that have happened to you that have caused you to think the way that you do, and things change. So, what may have been acceptable when you first got together in your relationship may not still be the same 10, 15 years. It could be now everything is okay. Um, it could be, you know, this happened in my life and it caused me to change. All right, we're going we gonna to hold that fire right there because that's a whole podcast in itself, marriage and relationships. So, what? yeah, so we're we going to postpone and table the rest of that discussion. But look, it's, it's been a real heavy podcast. So let's add some levity to this. I want to go back and I want to talk about Brett and his modeling. So you didn't... <laughs> Stunt. Yeah, we don't know how many other fledglings hey, out listen, there man. saw if how I he stunted real quick on y'all. Real quick, been, just drop that off. If I hadn't been so involved with the bruh 
at my tenure at UM, I'm pretty sure y'all will see me on TV uh, as, uh, what you call it, as an ex somebody's express model or some junk. I definitely think I had, I got a good, I had a good shot at making it big. Wow. But then he, he'd have, he'd have, he'd have, he had no poses, though, when we was out there. <laughs> You, right, you was not right. the pose man, so that that, that kind of hurts right there, man. I mean, we don't know if you're telling I'm, the truth, bro. Right you know, we believe competitiveness. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like from from all right. So yeah, the modeling thing, it wasn't big, but you know they have fashion shows at UM. But we did fashion shows at Flomo. I was part of a modeling troupe at FIU. We did them at St. Thomas. So like I was all over the place. I think what was gonna uh, what. I guess deterred me, like I said, was I was too involved with the bros, but then I got branded. So like the amount of makeup and junk that they would have to put to cover it up and all that stuff, and I wasn't I wasn't focused, but man, I could have done it. Yeah, you were with the brands with the makeup. So it's with the brands. You can't have brands when you're showing off your people got tags. Whoever whoever tagged you, man, they 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 didn't they did they weren't steady with that iron, <laughs> man. So, you know, you you gotta blame them. But yeah, man, man that, that's that's have I'm trying to shout out the nine six. I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out. Wow, I know who that was. That's funny. Uh, oh, that's, that's funny. funny. That's real that funny. funny. He gonna be uh, bad. Uh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I know. That's, that's listen, why it's man. funny. And, and if he's not mad, then we should all be mad because he should listen to the podcast and he should hear it. Right. So. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. I just want to know why that didn't come out in in your, in your bio cast um, about the modeling because I mean that's a big that's deal, true. man. Like, like we were in South Florida and it's it's a highly competitive area for that type of thing. And and here you were multiple schools and part of a modeling group and all that stuff, man. That's that's big. Um, I don't know, know, man. We just didn't we didn't talk. You ain't asked the right questions. I didn't ask the right questions. All right, man. We'll, we'll see you on the catwalk somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It's been oh. fun, man. I'm good. It was fun, though. Actually, man, if a group wave ever gets back up, man, I'm going to try and get on with them uh, when they do their launch parties or whatever. Uh... <laughs> Fresh, why are you looking at me? Yeah, I don't man, know. I'm serious, man. I'm, I can make a comeback like Mike, man. 45. Let's go. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. As I hired you. You know, there's, there's jokes on here, but to see the real jokes, you would have to see the video of uh, when we're actually doing this. And eventually, one day, we're going to get to where we show the video and it just takes the podcast to a whole different level because oh, of the love just that goes on. But um, so I, the next thing I want to go to did anybody see the dog? Speaking of video, did anybody see the dog pop up in Fresh's video? You saw how cute and lovable and how I brought him back. Yeah, you saw how that was. Yeah. Oh, that was that was just so sweet, man. You don't never talk about the dog, man. What's up, man? Man, I have multiple I have multiple pets in this house. So I'm surrounded by females. So, you know, that's why I be so high pressure and intense because I got a lot of estrogen around me. But I do have um we have Winnie. She's uh some type of real sensitive sounding dog like a oodle doodle or something you know uh but yeah she's a maniac she's only two years old and she's always running around very high energy then we also have peaches she's 13 years old a little chihuahua um she's an old mean hag but she you know we still love her all the same 
Yeah, and I just want to go back and clear up for everybody. He was not suggesting that the females in this house were were part of his pets. That's not what he was saying because it came off like that. Jeez, <laughs> it came off like that. And I just want to go back and clear it up now, just in case you know. That's what Carol's here for. I just you know I, I sometimes just you know bring it out and then we wrap it all up together. That's what Carol does. He puts them in nice packages. Yeah, because I just don't want you know. I don't, no I, 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 I don't need no drama neither, man. I appreciate. I don't need no drama neither. That's, that's not what's waiting to do. <laughs> exactly. This is an Easter egg, though. I'm gonna find out if she really listening. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome, man. That is great. Hey, listen, man. What's up with this uh, going to war, man? How many people are we gonna fight at one time? said Trump was going to push the button and so I'm already I'm working on renewing my well I got my passport's good for another three years but we getting Nia and Kellen some passports Chris getting her she sent her birth certificate tomorrow I mean Monday and we probably going to end up in Canada man on some mooses uh, bullwinkling and all that because uh, can't do it man I'm right here I'm right here next to DC so on the real on the real Canada is, is shouts to Canada uh, Toronto I recently uh, was there with last month. Great, great city, man. Shouts to Toronto, the six. You know, Drake, what it do? Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth. Uh, I, we might make that trip with you, B. But but you know, I do retort back to back to you being close to DC and where it might go down. <laughs> it's going down, man. Like how many people we gonna fight? Like Kay said, and on one end, China is like the major not pawn, but the major piece when it comes to North Korea and how they want to handle that situation. Then you got Iran, Syria, and Russia finna team up. So World War Three is is fastly approaching in my opinion. And we're definitely not on the right end right end of it. Yeah man, hey listen I I, I really hope that uh this man gets overruled and trumped by you know everybody else out there congress and the senate and whatnot because this is crazy but they're not even speaking but that's the thing they're not they're not but go ahead mike they doing their own thing they like let him do what he's doing and everybody focus on him and i'm back here trying to make these moves on my own for people find out that's the other thing. I feel like it's distraction after distraction after distraction. So now you put Russia on the opposing side. So ain't nobody really, well, the, the investigation around the, the election meddling is still kind of sort of being talked about, but no, nobody's talking about the failed mission in Yemen where I think it was McAllister, General McAllister, where the, the general ended up dying in that mission. Uh, you bomb Syria, but then you got the, the failed attack due to some quote-unquote bad intelligence from the Syrian rebels where you kill like 18 people. So it's like it's, it's distraction after distraction taken away from like what should be the focus of, you know, the corruption and everything going on with this administration. Yeah, but it's almost it's to the point where you do so Yeah, it's almost to the point where you do so much stuff that you can't cover it all. Like literally, you got I got fifteen things going, 
news cycle can't cover everything because by the time you figure out this one thing, I'm dropping a bomb here. All right, well, now we're going to talk about that. So you got to, in terms of how you setting up your, your news coverage, you got to pick what's most important. And he got four or five things coming out every day. So what, we, what I was doing on last Friday is old news. They ain't going to be able to follow up on it. Just keep coming. Well, hopefully they get that stuff under control because at the rate it's going, man, they're going to reenact the draft, stuff like that, because there's just no way that we're going to have enough people to fight these multiple countries at once. So hopefully they get it all under control and we don't all have to be doing this podcast from like random countries and stuff like that. So oh, underground bunker. <laughs> I'll say it here first. I'm not going. <laughs> I don't know how to shoot nobody's gun, and I ain't trying to learn. And uh, I am not the I am not the fighter. We, we too we too old anyway. We are happy. No, I think yeah. Uh, the same uh, uh, I don't think Brett. I'm pretty is too sure old. I'm eligible because I'm pretty sure the draft goes up to what like 35, 40. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's mid twenties. Only mid thirty five. Yeah, you can't be no 35 year old dude out there with a bad back and a bad knee trying to avoid. They want them young bucks so they can get out of here and carry all that stuff. You are correct, sir. You are correct, sir. My bad. You're right. Man, well, I took this shrapnel back of mine. Like, yep, you right. You're right. I'm straight on Muhammad Ali, that one. Hey, so let's get back to Faison real quick. So I don't know if y'all saw that he posted in our in our room um, that he posted pictures of Namdi um, at the gym, and Namdi is not interacting with anyone. He is sitting by himself, like something went wrong, and he took his ball and went home, and he's just sitting there. He's not playing with anybody. Everybody, everybody else is looking at him like. <laughs> Nobody, he just looks like, man, he's like, where's the Cocoa Puffs in the cartoons, man? It's Saturday morning. What's what we doing? Yeah, well, why, why are we here, Dad? He's sitting by himself. So, Faison, you could have been, you, you been on for the whole show. I can't wait till you go and listen to this before we post it uh, so that you can hear that we talked about you because you could have done that at home with him. I'm sure you have two balls at home that he sat on the floor with you know, and watched. <laughs> So what'd you say, Carol? You say he bougie? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Oh, so, so for those of you that, that, you know, if you haven't heard it before, um, Faison, the wife, is is Nigerian. And what we are looking at in these pictures is definitely the Nigerian part of Namdi, where he's like, I, I don't do this foolishness. I do not do this. Play with him? Are you crazy? What? Like, have they been bathed? Calabugas <laughs> <laughs> and applesauce, mummy. We no. Finna, we finna meme the heck out of Namdi, man. I can just see him coming now. Like, that have they been bathed? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, hey. When you hey, woke we... up on the wrong side of the crib. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> what? This ball. You don't know this. Girl, how you want to wrap it up, man? Let's go, man. Hey, it's it's been a, a up and down podcast. It's been a little bit different. Uh, we definitely appreciate um, everybody. And hey, for those of you out there, the Canes that listen to the podcast, uh, we encourage you to leave uh, your comments 
below, um, whether it be on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, the Facebook page. I mean, Flagality. The Facebook page. Definitely appreciate all that activity. Google Play, IG, you know, leave your greatest memories with a bang and a beku um, on there. And we'll definitely um, shout them out next week um, on next week's podcast. But I want to leave you guys with this. So we want to close this podcast out with talking about and just emphasizing the seriousness of this message we just delivered today. There are those of you out there that you are harboring items that you should not harbor. So one of those things might be a seed of productivity and you're given a certain seed that you are supposed to nourish and, and, and enrich. And it has to bear fruit that benefits other people. Like that gift, that seed is not just for you. It is for you to share with other people. And it is, it is so imperative that if you do not use it, you will lose it. And in losing it, you will lose yourself. And we don't want that to happen to you. So I'm telling you, there are folks out there right now, you are hesitating and fear and pride are two dangerous things. And when we talk about this, these seeds, the opposite of that seed of productivity is that seed of destruction. And there are those of you out there that you're struggling with something something that happened to you in your life, something that maybe it's in the past, maybe it's in the present. But even able to talk to somebody and to voice to somebody what you're going through, you can't do it on on your own. So I know that our theme is I am the one. And yes, you are the one that has to bring that to light, that has to bring that to the attention of somebody else. But after that, There are people out there that are here to help you and you don't have to do it alone. So I'm telling you, please focus on these words. Get whatever it is out. It is not meant for you to hold internally, whether it be a seed of productivity or a seed of destruction. The seed of destruction is affecting you in ways that you don't even know. Some of you are sick. Some of you can't seem to lose weight. Some of you can't have have a a functional relationship. Some of you, you just dread waking up every single day. And it is that seed of destruction that is doing that to you. It's like weeds in your grass. The more, the less that your grass is going to be able to grow, the less that your, that your lawn is going to look pretty and, and, and just be that thing that you take pride in. Well, that happens to you internally when you don't let those things out. So we definitely want you to know, look, we love you. There are other people out there that love you. Those of you who haven't been able to get that seed out, we're looking forward to it. We're here every week to encourage you. And for those of you that are going through some things, look, we may not necessarily be able to directly provide you the help, but I'm telling you, if you can't reach out to anybody else and you post in the comments that you need help, we will research your area and find resources for you because that is what we do here. And we want to encourage everybody and and help everybody find that next level. Again, we love you all. We appreciate you for listening. And we'll see you here next week on the 13th floor. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely deepest condolences to the families of Bean Stew and Obeku Wilson. 
you're, you're gone but not forgotten. You, you're moving on to a better place. But that's what it is here on the 13th floor, ladies and gentlemen, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Ooh, ooh, believe it. Yeah, now you, you know, cut me out. Time. Oh, you cut me out. Think last week, man. That's why I, I didn't. I didn't prepare a song. It didn't cut out. It cut out.